Hey, welcome to G Vibes. It's your girl G9 in the building. I got my girl today. Say your name, say your Instagram. What up, what up? Hey, G Vibes. Hi, <laughs> hi. Thanks for having me. I um, love it. My name is Aya Hackett. Um, yeah, I'm Aya. Hey, <laughs> I love her. Let me tell you something. I feel like she came here to my show when I was at the radio two years ago, 2000. That was, that was three years ago, 2019. No, it was, 2020. It was three. I think it was. Three. Oh, three. It was Dang. before, it was before COVID and everything before yeah. that was even thought of. Yeah. I just want to say she is so amazing. She's so sweet. She's been giving me ideas on the mixer that I told y'all about, y'all. <laughs> I'm having a woman's mixer, so make sure you tune in every week so I can tell you little by little, little by little what's going on. Anyway, make story short. I love her. So I love you. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I was like, wait a minute. When you hit me up, I was like, of course I'm about to come back <laughs> to the podcast because I had so much fun doing that and just talking to you because, you know, your energy is everything and uh, that's why you do what you do. So. Yes. Of course, I got to come support. And, and when I seen that you had your license and stuff now. Oh, right. Because last time I came, I wasn't licensed yet. Mm-mm-mm. I was just in the trenches trying to make it happen. Now, everybody probably like, what's she licensed for? What you right. licensed for? What your license <laughs> is, girl? <laughs> well, well. Um, I am a licensed clinical social worker, mm-hmm. um, a.k.a. psychotherapist. Um, so I'm a clinical therapist. In the mental health field, I work with um, everybody, every range of age you can think of, from kids to adults, young adults, um, older adults, um, all different populations, diversities, and everything. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing for the last five to six years. So I'm currently licensed, so I'm excited. You know what? Check her out. Let's clap for it right now. Thank Thank you. My claps are not working on my recorder, so... Y'all, it's claps for it, okay? (laughs) I'm just proud of our women. We out here doing it. Man, women. When I say she takes, she does photos. She's a photographer. Yes, yes. We actually had a photo shoot. uh, My very first one. And let me tell you something, y'all. I didn't know what to do. Photo shoot. And it was so much fun. But she killed it, though. We was in Inglewood. Inglewood, all the um, good. We hit up all the, you know, just all the spots in Inglewood, the Forum, Market Street, Randy's Donut. Yes. Um, just to kind of represent for the city. And the city. Was, and Kobe oh, had just passed. Kobe had just passed because you had the, the, you know, the Lakers Kobe shirt. Yeah. On. We, had to, we had to show love to Kobe. Um, so, yeah, that was a really fun photo shoot. I do photography as well. So, I'll drop that, you know, towards the end if y'all want to. Yeah, she's going to drop all too. of so, that too, the info. You know, try to be a jack of all trades. Um, you know, I just kind of have my hand in a couple of things just to, you know, make it fun. But honestly, I feel like photography is like my creative outlet. I feel like everybody should have that, especially mm-hmm. being a mental health therapist. Um, you know, it's a lot of work mentally. Mm-hmm. So that's like my coping mechanism. You know, that's mm. like my my outlet to get creative and have fun and, you know, get my mind off of some things. And, yeah, so I would say photography has been like my coping mechanism creative outlet do you do you feel like everyone need one everyone needs a coping most definitely and it could be anything it could be painting um just something to have fun with something that you don't have to think so much about you know what I mean mean, we have a lot of work we work a lot and sometimes we have to just focus on you know structure and 
this and lo- logistics of stuff. But if you can just find something to have fun with, yes, and um, it's your baby, it's what you can do. You can do what you want to do with it. Um, that's amazing. It's a great feeling. So I definitely think everybody should have a creative outlet, whatever that may look like. You know? Yeah, because I think so, podcasting should be my, that's mine. That's huh? yours. Yeah. Oh, okay. Definitely yours. Look, I'm trying to think because it's a job. It feel like. Uh, it is, but it's fun, right? Yeah, and I love to do it. And you, you get really creative with it. Like yes. You get creative with, like, your guests, your topics. Yeah, um, the games you play. The games, everything. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, the outlet, it can start to, if you get really good at it, it can probably end up turning into another. <laughs> <laughs> right. right? But it's still, um, it's still fun. So I think everybody should definitely figure out what they can do to be creative, you know? Yeah. It can be cooking. Yeah, you know, if y'all like to whip it up, that could be a creative outlet. Find you some recipes. Go on YouTube. Go on YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, yes. and um, create a nice little dish that you were thinking about. You yeah. Know? yeah, I've been learning how to cook yeah. a lot because my boyfriend like we ain't eating out every day, so I've been <laughs> <Okay>. learning. <laughs> you know, I mean, like it adds up. You know, groceries is like a bill to me now. You know, especially with this inflation, girl. Why is first of all why is okay I'm so, why is pork bacon like four fifteen dollars? Hey, somebody told me that. <laughs> somebody told me that bacon is so high. It's like literally fifteen dollars. And one day I seen it, I thought I was tripping. I'm like, I do not remember bacon, bacon being that being high. this high. Um, but I think you know they have a couple of off brands that's a little cheaper. But now we still, gonna say off brands. <laughs> <laughs> that's like getting the Shasta. Right. You know, like. It's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> what is something since the <laughs> pandemic have you been like that um, change your, did the pandemic change your out, your thinking process on how you feel about your work, being a mental health um, therapist and stuff like that? Now it's like, damn, I'm going to probably get people in here that suffer from Ooh. those type of issues uh-huh. being in a pandemic, being isolated. Have you experienced something like that with yourself? And mm. with others. I was going to say, honestly, for myself, I felt like I, you know, struggled mentally as well. And so I think during, um, I would say, honestly, when the pandemic hit, I had to take some time off of work, mm. you know, mentally for my mental health because I was, you know, doing therapy all day and I was realizing that I wasn't taking care of myself mentally. So I had to take some time off to get my mind right because I was like, I can't service you know, my clients, if I'm not there and just, you are, everybody knows when that pandemic lockdown hit, Oof. it was like, what is going on? We didn't know what the next <laughs> step was going to be. We didn't know. We was, it was irritated. Um, we were scared. Yes. We, we didn't were, know what was next. We were, we, we were scared, you know, seeing all the people in the grocery stores. It was scary. Just seeing all that it wasn't on. No, it, it was just nobody on the streets. Um, all the businesses locked down. So yeah, with that said, I, even with my clients, you know, they struggled a lot. Um, I literally worked the whole pandemic doing therapy. I had teenagers battling, um, with depression, anxiety. Um, they're not at school. Um, yeah. How was that not working? Yeah. That was a lot, you know, especially cause that's like a social, social norm for them to like go to school, hang out with their friends that's like a prime time in their life to figure out who they are, you know, yeah. and figure out who, what friend group do I hang out with or where do I fit in at? And um, I want to play back, you know, I want to do sports. I want to do clubs and all these different things. And so all that was like ripped away from them. Mm-hmm. And so they struggled 
a lot. And I had to, you know, really work with them to do that. Um, I had clients, adults who lost their jobs, so they're struggling financially. So working, trying to help them cope with that and figure out ways to get over those humps. So, yeah, it was a lot for me, for my clients. It, I looked at it as, like, an eye-opener. That, um, no, it's okay. I looked at it as a eye-opener that, um, you know, any, we, we can't take life for granted because these things can be ripped from, like, things, certain things can be ripped from us when we least expect it. So we have to be grateful and just live life, you know? Yes. So it's just, it was crazy. Is it something <laughs> that you experienced during COVID time that told you, okay, I can't do this anymore? Did you suffer from any of those issues just as much as the other people? Like uh, doing therapy or doing? No, just living life in general. Like, because you say you had to take a break. Yeah. What is something that you did that said, you know, I need to take a break? Was it a trigger of COVID or was it like something that you were extremely doing a lot and you realized like, no, I need to take a break for myself because I feel like I'm going down the spiral? I think it was just um, feeling drained like mm-hmm. overwhelmed because, you know, just hearing everybody's stories throughout the day. Um, and then not only hearing their stories, but literally getting to the point of realizing that like, okay, this is a job that I'm dealing with people's life. So I have to make sure that I'm telling them something that can really help and not just some BS. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that pressure, it was a lot of pressure to be like, okay, I have this person I got to see. And they're telling me that, you know, maybe they're suicidal or they thought about it or, Something mm-hmm. else has happened, or a family member died. You know, so it right. was just a lot to take in when I mentally wasn't, wasn't there. all the way there either. And so I just felt like if I needed that mental break, I think everybody deserves a mental break. Like even even if it's just a mental health day from work, take your day off, man. If call you, that call off, sis. <laughs> if you need to, I think we all um, are granted that mental health day because you know we're human and stuff happens and i'm glad that you are honest right now because you know some people think that some people act like they have it all and it's okay that you're normal you're you're a normal person walking up and down the street it's okay that you feel the way you feel right i think that this generation has proven that we can feel like you know Mm -hmm. and i had that question for you is do you feel like this generation now is um, being more open about their mental health issues and what they are going through and what they are feeling. Do you see that more and more now? Most definitely. I think this generation has been talking about mental health more, even before the pandemic hit. Cause I, I mean, of course we all know once the pandemic hit, it was like mental health, mental yeah, health, yeah, yeah, what's yeah. going on. We got to take care of ourselves. We got to do this. But even prior to that, I feel like, because this generation is so um, advanced when it comes to certain things, like they yeah. have access to so much, so many different things. Um, and then we just see it now in like music. A lot of artists talk about mental health. Yeah, They talk about normalizing going to therapy. And, and they understand it. And they understand it because they talk about their own issues. issues and yeah. like, oh, I went to therapy. I, I did this. And so these are people that people look up to. So they're like, oh, well, you know, they... It, didn't. It, shouldn't, yeah. it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be too bad. It's um, okay to feel. It's okay to feel. You know, yeah. it's okay to feel. And I definitely think, you know, just it's talked about more in organizations like jobs. I work in a school. So it's like we talk about it a lot with the kids in the school. So I definitely would say that this generation talks about it more. Mm-hmm. Now, is there still a stigma around it? Yes. Um, yeah. I think that even though it's talked about, there's still a stigma around 
mental health. And what is that stigma, you think? I think it's just, again, it's that label of, um, you know, that person's crazy or something's wrong with them. And then a lot of times I've noticed that some people are afraid to go to therapy because they don't want to bring out those skeletons in the closet. They don't yeah. want to um, talk about trauma or secrets and they just want to like bury it so they just kind of like push it under push the side but i think the stigma definitely comes from generational issues like you know for example now if i talk to someone and i'm like referring them to therapy you know their family or their parents who's older they might be like no no i don't need that they're okay we can handle it at home my mama says it all the time she's yeah. like you going to therapy for what who yeah. hurt you they be like just you know just <laughs> pray and it's like yes pray yeah. i'm all about that mm -hmm. but sometimes it is good to just kind of have that space to talk about these issues and not let it continue to go generation on generation yeah and it become like you know these generational curses patterns you know whatever we want to label them as because of the disconnect or the the fear of these things coming out, you know, right. so or being labeled. So I definitely think it's talked about more in our generation, but it's still a little stigma around it, though, a little bit for sure. What are okay? Well, what are some challenges you have faced? Um, now it's okay. So it's Mental Health Month. Yes. Hey, happy Mental, mental Health, health Awareness Month. Month. Yeah, Awareness yes. Month. Yes. Uh -huh. That's why I really brought you on the show, too, because it is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I want people to know how important it is to get your mental health together, because we've been seeing a lot of women, not just, not, a lot of women and men suffering from mental health illness, mm -hmm. and we've been seeing a lot of young women dying of suicide because of it, leaving notes. Like the the pageant girl, I saw that, yeah, yeah, and I the cheerleader girl. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. so many people, and I said that yeah. to say this: the, these are the people we are seeing every day. It's more people than that mm -hmm. that is suffering from mental health issues. Even that cousin, sister, brother in our culture that we would call the crackhead, and mm -hmm. they ain't got it together, and they crazy, and that they have those mental issues. Yeah. And I feel like now we are seeing that. Dang, these people really had problems. And we used to give yes. them all these names, yes. and these people really had issues that they just needed help. Yes. They just needed someone to talk to. Maybe they needed medicine for a while, but we took it, and we was like, oh, we shine mm -hmm. them off because of how they acted and not tried to get it together. Mm -hmm. So now as a Mental Health Awareness Month, why do you think it's so important, and especially for our culture too? Yes. I think... I look at Mental Health Awareness Month like Black History Month, right? I was like, okay. It's like, we need, this is all year long. Yes. Like, we need to honor and, and, and acknowledge this. But, however, I am very grateful that we do have a month aside to talk about it and raise more awareness because within Mental Health Awareness Month, you know, we have conversations. Just how we're having a conversation about it now. Like, people have conversations about it. People have events mm -hmm. around mental health awareness. They do different things to kind of put it out there more within this month. So I think that it's important to talk about it because yeah. it's not talked about enough. Mm -hmm. And so, especially in our community, especially in the black community, I think we have to start having these conversations not only with you know in the public but with our families yes with our friends with our partners with our loved ones because like it's so important to just simply check in with each other just figure out like what's going on because like you said we see people every day and you don't know 
yes. what's going on, what they're battling with. And that's why it's so important to just be kind to people um, mm-hmm. because you never know. So I think it's important for us to just be aware of that. And then just with mental health, the word this month, I think it's the time to take care of yourself like any other month. But do something like challenge yourself this month that maybe you couldn't do Maybe you haven't done throughout the whole year. Like, okay, it's mental health awareness month. What is something that I can do for myself to take care of my mental? So how is, is I was going to ask like? you that next. How important yeah. it is to uh, do something for yourself every day. Like, is it important every day you do something for yourself? Or is it one of those things that make sure you just take care of yourself? Because we are so used to taking care of others. others. So, yeah. I think it's, I think it depends on the person. You know, I I know some people who are very, um, like just on it, right? Like Mm -hmm. they're like self-care every day. They got got self-care books. They got self-care drinks. drinks, (laughs) You know, it's, it's beautiful. They, you know, but some people, you know, forget they, they have busy lives. They, you know, it's just, it slips. It's okay. We yes. get busy. But um, what I what I will say is at least, and I, you know, I'm talking to, I had a conversation about this the other day at work about um, doing self-check-ins mm-hmm. um, because we check in with other people. Like, you know, we check in with our moms, our friends. How you doing? How was your day? Yes. But I think if, even if we don't practice some type of self-care um, just check in with yourself, mm-hmm. you know, what does that look like? Okay. You might say, what does that look like? A self check-in could just be to stop for a second and just breathe and just reflect on whatever has been on your mind and just figure out, or also to figure out what emotion are you feeling or what have emotion have you been feeling all week? Yes. Have you been feeling overwhelmed? Have you been feeling stressed out? Have you been feeling angry? Um, or maybe, you know, whatever the emotion is, like, try to stop and then really feel that emotion. Like, feel it. Let it ride out. Like, let it just flow through. But then also, don't sit in it too long. Like, figure out what do you need to do to fix that? What do you need to do to make yourself feel better? Instead um, of suppressing Instead of suppressing it. So, a daily check-in could be, like, first thing in the morning when you wake up before you even start your day. Or it could be at the end of the day. Like, once you're done with your hectic day, check in with yourself. How are you feeling today, Aya? What went wrong? What went right? What could I do better tomorrow? Mm. And that's it. Okay. And I think that's just a simple way to kind of just start to just tap in with yourself. Yeah. Like tune in with yourself. I think that's a part of mental health is just being in tune with who you, you are and what like you what doing. You, and like what you're experiencing. Because like I said, we get so caught up in our routines, our day to day that we forget to do that sometimes. So that's a yeah. start, you guys, to just check in with yourself. If you can't do something like self-care every day, you know. Do you so. do a self-care? Do you try your best? I try. Because you preach it now. I but tr- do you do it? I try. I do my check-ins. I do mm-hmm. my check-ins. But as far as something active, I'm, I'm a work in progress like everybody, you know. And so there's days that I'm really on it and there's days I'm not. And so I challenge myself just like I challenge my clients and my friends and my loved ones to just do better. Just try, you know, but don't be too hard on yourself if you don't do it. Yeah. That makes sense, you know, because it's just like, it's okay. Don't do be so hard on yourself. It's okay. And for me, self-care is watching one of my favorite shows. I'm not going to lie. It don't have to be. Yeah. It doesn't have to it's be like. what you want to do. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like super intense workout or, you know, whatever, you know, just something drastic stuff people you can, do you could baby step it whatever it is that 
You feel taking care of yourself. Going to get your nails done, getting your pedicures, ladies. Guys, going to get your haircut because, you know, when you look good. You feel good. You feel good. Yes. You know, so doing those things is self-care. So Okay. Yeah. Do you do self-care? Do you practice self-care? I've been trying. I said every time I get paid, but <laughs> I was going to say that. But honestly, every week I've decided to do something for myself like I went to like Nay's Tacos yesterday and had a me time. I had a drink and I had yeah. my. Oh, I love those. Yes, I had a drink and I had food and I was just like me. Self dates. Yeah, self dates. I had a self date yesterday. So I don't know, that kind of made me feel good. So when I got home and, you know, my boyfriend is all walking around, I, you know, you could interact when you had your me time a little better. Like still mm-hmm. coming home from a hard day. I work in ER, I work in trauma areas. Yeah, mm-hmm. open them um, uh-huh. questions. Um, but I felt like when I had my me time, uh-huh. I was able to, um, I felt good. Yeah, I do those often. People, some people be like, "You can go to get some food by yourself." Yeah, if I want to, if I have a taste for that, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go. go by myself. I'm you know, people go. used to be scared of that, but I don't think we scared of it no more. It's okay yeah. to be alone sometimes. It is. Just go make sure you know. You know, be mindful. Be check your surroundings. Yeah. Make oh sure yeah. Cool. Don't go too time. late, guys. Yeah. You let's know? do a daytime. Yeah, daytime. <laughs> Even daytime you know? is crazy, but you know, like you said, check your surroundings. Check your surroundings. Be mindful and aware of everything that's going on. But that's definitely important. Okay. So, what has been your journey so far as a therapist? Oh, my journey as a therapist. Uh, so many fields. <sighs> so we have uh, very. Rewarding, uh, rewarding, exciting, challenging, um, hard, fun, um, so many different things. But I feel like my journey has, um, I'm still learning. You know, I would say I'm still learning as I'm going, but I feel that, um, you know, when I started this journey, I didn't know as much as I know now. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I will, I did go to graduate school and I will say that, yes, graduate school was great. I learned a lot, you know, research and books yeah, and all yeah, that, yeah, yeah. but I really feel like I got my experience from, you know, really being hands-on and getting into the field of working, okay. you know, so with the people and just, you know, learning, like I started off doing community mental health and I was a field-based therapist, so I was, like, really in the field, really in the community, and I, I, got, a ch- I got a chance to really understand, like, why I'm doing what I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know, like, why I decided to go this route of mental health and helping the people in my community to, um, again, break generational curses. curses, heal from trauma, and, you know, just become their best self, and, again, it was very challenging, but I felt like I wouldn't have traded it for the world because it, it molded me into being the therapist I am today. Um, I learned so much from that. And so from there, I just started to do more um, group. I, went, I worked for a group practice, a group therapy practice, mm-hmm. doing one-on-one therapy, but I was at home. I was during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So it was like working from home. And that was also an experience because I, I learned a lot. And now um, I'm working at a school, so... I'm working yeah. with the kiddos. I'm back with the babies and helping them with their mental health and their social emotional needs. And, and how's that? Amazing. Mm. Because I feel like that's where it starts. Yes, it starts with the kids. It starts with the kids. And that's one thing that I'm real big on. Like I would say one of my expertise or one thing that I really love is childhood trauma and just working with that because I've worked with so many adults that 
they're in therapy as an adult because of what they experienced yeah, as a yeah, child. Yeah. Right. So now that I'm with the children, I'm like, let's tackle this now. Yes. Like, let's, let's work on this now so that you won't have, these. you can have these, these tools and these skills to be more resilient and get through all this stuff, you know? So right now, yeah, working with the kids, I love it. Um, you know, they're, they're interesting, but it's, it's amazing. So my journey, I would say has been a roller coaster, but a fun one, challenging, but it, again, it's molded me into the therapist I am today. So I well, love check it. you in. I yeah. love that. We really covered a lot of the questions I already, <laughs> I was right. going to ask you, but I have right. one. How important is therapy to you? I think therapy is important because I feel like it's just a space where you you have the opportunity to go to a safe space to really unpack whatever it is that you're dealing with. And I think a lot of times people assume that you have to go you you have to be clinically diagnosed to go to therapy. No, you don't. You could just be going through life transitions or yes. you know a breakup or you know just something that just kind of shook your world up real quick and you like whoa what's yeah, going on yeah, 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 I feel <laughs> you know so and then so I think it's an or it's in, I think it's important because again you have that space to connect with somebody um versus you know people that you already know it's a different feeling um very but I do feel like with therapy it's important to um find somebody you connect with um and I know you know, just over the times that I've, you know, history of working in therapy with doing therapy. Um, some, you know, people want to connect. People want to, some people want a therapist that looks like them. Mm, right. Yes. So kind of, we can get into that as far as, you know, I'm a black woman and I remember, I'll never forget. I had a, I got a client and this was during COVID and it's, and we were doing telehealth. And so as soon as the screen came on and she saw me, she was like, yes. She was like, oh, my God, I'm so happy that they connected me to a black woman. And I was just like, oh, like, okay. okay, you know. And so she um, she was happy and she kind of just explained to me her her journey of having different therapists and, you know, being out, being in and out of therapy and how some therapists you just didn't she just didn't connect with. And she felt like she just needed someone that was relatable, that she felt can understand her. Um, so some people feel that they want to see someone that looks like them, that's more relatable, rather that's a male, rather that's a female. Um, so I think that's important too, to be able to find somebody that you feel comfortable with. And I think that makes the therapy experience better. Even better. Yeah. So, well, but yeah, it's important. I think to have that, you yeah. know, let's talk about it guys. Again, we don't have to be too serious. Let's just talk about it. Let's just, yeah, let it get out. To the, let's just let it out, you know? Okay. So. My last question about this is, what is your advice or some tools you can give people that are dealing with mental health um, and want to get through it without even going to therapy? What is something that, I know we talked about having self-care days, but what is some tools that they can use, like, besides, like, doing something that you got to be around kind of people? What is something mm -hmm. they can do with self? Mm -hmm. Well, okay, I would say... I think that's why it's important to have those daily check-ins because you get to know you. You get to know, like, what you like, what you don't like. Some people, when they're going through something, they like to be around a lot of people. they like, I need, I, I can't be out. I can't be in the house. I need yeah, to be Yeah, I around. need to be out. Yeah, I need to so see people. You have to know what works for you. And then some people are the opposite where they want to be to themselves. They don't want to be around a big crowd. They want to get through 
that feeling. So like you said, working on your mental health, it doesn't always have to be therapy. You know, that's a part of mental health, right? But mental health is also being aware of like, what else is happening in your life, right? Like, do you need to cut some people out that's like affecting your mental health? Like, are they toxic? Are they Mm -hmm. negative? You know, and sometimes we feel like we hold on to people because of the history. Yeah. Oh, I've been knowing this since I was a baby. Long time. Oh, we grew up Long together. Long time don't mean shit. <laughs> Sorry, my like it, Like, we grew up together. But maybe that person, maybe it's, it's reached its course, you know. Yeah. And so those things, like, so kind of figuring out your relationships, do we need to, like, take a break from people? Maybe not cutting them off, but just take a break. Um, you know, what it, what are you listening to? What kind of music are you listening to? Is it, you know, yeah. or is it, or do you just need to slow it down and play some jazz, you know, you some know? gospel or something? That vibe you, with yourself. Vibe with yourself. Uh, what are you watching? You know, sometimes social media, living in your social media, that can mess up your mental health because you're looking at so many different things happening into the world. Oh, going into that, especially with, when you talked about um, the culture and like the generation of of therapy and mental health, like I feel, you know, as our community, we have went through a lot of secondary trauma. Um, just seeing stuff on the news about, you know, what was happening with our people and in the, you know, all that was happening, yes. the protests and police brutality, um, Black Lives Matter and everything. And so that was becoming, that was affecting a lot of people's mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember in that time, I had to not be on social media. I had to not watch CNN. Um, so that was an example of saying like maybe limiting what you're feeding your mind. You know what I mean? Like, what are you listening yes, to? Yes. I love you, this episode. Yeah. Like, it's what are you listening to? Right like, what are you watching? Who are you hanging around? Um, what are you eating? Right? Like sometimes we like to eat a lot of good, but not good stuff. And it makes us feel like groggy and, and like, yeah. Ugh, after. That's why it's so important. You know? it, it, like everybody always say you are what you eat. Yeah. And I, I felt like that when I gained weight, I realized how unhappy it made me feel. And then when I was eating uh-huh. right and eating healthy, if you notice everybody that like lose weight and get healthy, literally their attitudes be so positive. So it is. <laughs> it no. Hella positive. It you is. Like, Could you is feel that it? them? Yeah. You feel, you feel like. You, you feel better. You feel different. So those are just some tips to kind of think about guys when we talk about mental health. Um, it doesn't always have to be the therapy, but it just—it's also—it's just about reflecting on your life and what's happening in your life, you know, and what you can do better to help you feel better, you know. I love it. So yeah, <laughs> reading a book or something. Something. Yeah. Okay, so I got a topic before we leave. Yeah, I got one thing it. I want to ask you. Uh huh. And um, this is when I came with when I was writing. I said I need to ask her this. Does does your past define you? Mm. Because yes. I would say we yes. hear it all the time. I would say yes. Okay. Because I feel like every experience that I've been through um, has made me who I am today, good or bad. Mm. Right? And so mm-hmm. I'm not perfect. I made mistakes. I've done some things that I shouldn't have done. I've learned from everything, right? You learn from everything. But if I never experienced those things or went through those things, then how will I learn? How will I become wise? You know, and I think when you think about it, when we talk to our elders, like when I talk to my grandparents or just our elders, people that we know, um, they're very wise, right? They know 
so many different things about just life. And so if they didn't go through those things, then they wouldn't know what to tell us, right? So I would say, um, am I the same person I I was? No, mm-hmm. of course. But I will say that um, they shaped me to become who I am, to know right from wrong, to do better, to the, do great, and, you know, just learn about myself. Okay. Listen, Aya, I love you, and I appreciate (laughs) you you for coming on the show. And she, I hope she could come to the women's mixer. Oh, I'm going to be there. Okay. So I can't wait to see the ladies who come. Yes. I want you to be Um, a part of seeing the, what I told you and it coming to life, you know? I do. I'm going to be there. You already know. (laughs) All right. So give me a little business like suit, but like cute, you know? Something cute, girl. (laughs) And pass out those business cards. You do photography and therapy. Mm -hmm. So uh, make sure you say your name, your Instagram, and tell them where they can find you. So I am Aya. Hackett, LCSW. You guys can follow me on Instagram at Aya H Therapy. So that is A Y A H Therapy. Um, yeah, follow me. Uh, I am accepting clients right now. So if you guys are looking for therapy, just hit me up. We could have a consultation to, feed, to see, you know, if we're a good fit. Um, or if not, I can refer you to somebody. I have a lot of friends who are therapists and just in my circle of friends and therapy group you know so we can make it happen um so that is my therapy page um yeah so we can make it happen on there and that was an episode of g vibes yeah g vibes make sure you check me out every weekend um on sundays this episode is up right now go check it out bye y'all bye